You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to a pop-up episode of Bear With Me, where I am lucky enough to have both WCG Draftniks on with me to react immediately to the Chicago Bears selection at number 43 of none other than Notre Dame's Cole Kmet, which I gotta say, look, I hate sounding like a negative Nelly. There's nothing I like more than being positive about the Bears. But with Josh Jones and is it Antoine Winfield? Am I getting his first name right? And yeah, plenty of are. other options on the board i'm shocked the bears actually took a tight end when it didn't seem like anybody else was going to now obviously we don't know we can't read anybody's mind but i'll pass it around the room starting with ej uh, what do you think of the pick <laughs> um this is possibly one of the worst case scenarios and it's not let's get this out up front I hope Cole Komet succeeds. I hope he has an all-pro career as a Bears tight end. I hope he ends up in the ring of honor if they eventually have one. He's a good player. I'm sure he's a fine person. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. We're talking about... Explain um, why. His, Perfect. Here, Right. Here's a historically loaded draft board, right, that fell exceptionally well for the Chicago Bears. It's totally possible that there's not a better way this board could have lined up for the bears at 43 and 50. You had Antoine Winfield jr. A tremendous safety for Minnesota on the board. You had your picket wide receiver. You could have taken Denzel Mims from Baylor, who is an absolute record. You have two corners on the board in Jalen Johnson, guy like Cam Dantzler, or if you want to go down and get a guy like Bryce Hall, maybe not at 43, but these are all positions of need for the bears. Tons of talent. And the bottom line is there's so many guys left. You could easily trade down 10 12 even 13 spots still get a guy you liked seven picks later at number 50 end up with an extra second or not an extra second but a lower second and a third round pick that you currently don't have any of those options would have been preferable to this the bears have 10 tight ends on the roster again none of them are world beaters but neither is cole Komet. this is not a hugely talented tight end class he could have been had later like you said there was no rush on tight ends, not one had left the board yet. And a guy like Antoine Winfield Jr. is not going to be there very much longer. So overall, in terms of draft value, this is a rough, rough call by Ryan Pace. Jacob, what do you think? Uh, Well, to start off, I will say that those who check on with me on Twitter know that a month or so ago, I got into a heated argument with a guy over Cole Komet where I said that he was solid but unspectacular. That guy proceeded to tell me I don't know anything about football, and he proceeded to stalk my LinkedIn account and expose my uh, part-time job to the Twitterverse. Uh, <laughs> so I bet that guy's doing really happy right now. Uh, but all you know, all jokes aside, I'm you know I'm with EJ on this pick. I really don't like the value here at all, especially considering 
all of the defensive talent that's still available. Uh, Denzel Mims is still on the board. Josh Jones, Lloyd Cushenberry. You know, guys that would make a bigger impact right away than Cole Komet, who's going to be playing second fiddle to Jimmy Graham uh, for the most part early on in his career. Uh, and I, I still believe that he's a solid but unspectacular pick. I think that he's he's got good ball skills, so he's got that going for him. He can track the ball down well and adjust to the ball, uh, and he's a, a valuable target across his middle on the seam route. But I think that in terms of his athleticism, he's just okay. He's not the type of guy who's going to be a true physical mismatch uh, when going up against man coverage. And as far as blocker goes, he's he's a blocker. I'll give him that. He's a tough blocker, and my brother is screaming the Browns got Grant Delpit, which I am furious about. But anyway, uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's besides the point. It's a one-two punch straight to my heart right now. But we're fine. Uh, anyway, with Cole Komet, he's, you know, he gives effort as a blocker, and he's shown some toughness, but the technique isn't there. And I like him as a wide tight end, so he, you know, he complements Jimmy Graham well. I just really think they could have gone with a better pick here. They could have gotten someone with much more upside as well as immediate value. I really do not like this pick, especially considering you could have traded down to get him like 10, 15 spots. This is the top tight end in, you know, according to most people in a poor tight end class. I, 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 I'm not a fan of this pick. I, you know, I wish him well. I hope he proves me wrong. There have been guys who have certainly proven me wrong in the past, but as it stands right now, I'm personally not a fan of the pick. So here's where I'm at, because I can tell you that you guys actually know these players. And I personally, I, I like to think that I know a lot of the NFL players, but I leave draft stuff to people like y'all who are really, really good at it. But the only thing I really track is roughly how good is a player supposed to be and what position does he play? And what kills me about this is that that wide tight end position, yeah, technically we needed a good one, but Nagy's offense prioritizes the U. So we didn't even draft a guy who projects at that U spot, which somebody like Bryson Hopkins later in the draft, maybe that would work. But instead, we drafted a Y at a spot where had we traded back a couple of spots, not only could we probably still have gotten him, but hey, on the off chance somebody picks him up, then we're stuck with a Josh Jones or we could have gotten Grant Delpit. I mean, look, we could we could go back and forth, but it really does bother me that and I need to make sure I say this. Tight end is a position that, and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, if most positions start at year one and running backs start at year two, tight ends start at year zero. The adjustment to NFL tight end is complicated, and that means that however good Komet may be, we're probably not going to see his best this year. Is that true? I can't disagree, and uh, I hate draft grades, especially arbitrary letter grades immediately after a pick comes out, because I don't think they contain any nuance whatsoever and and largely i think they're just clickbait and kind of wrong so i got asked to do grades this year and i said ah, i don't want to do it and then i said well if i have to do it how could i do it better or how could i bring some value to grades so i'm breaking my grades into three categories this year player skill scheme fit slash potential and then draft value and if i'm i'm breaking down cole comment right now this is what's going to go in the wcg write-up about him and from player scale, I'm going to give him a six. He's a good receiver. Same things, same things that Jake said. 
not athletic as a matchup threat, but he's solid as an athlete. He's not terrible. He's not great. He's got good hands across the middle. He's a pretty solid receiver there, but he's not going to be a threat to the boundary or on a post-corner route. Winfield blocker, just got taken, by the way, immediately. So Delpit, yeah, Winfield, yeah. they're gone. <laughs> yeah, we're, well, we knew that was going to happen. I was really even surprised Winfield was on the board. Where Winfield was, was that with Tampa? Was that yeah, with that was Tampa. Tampa. No, okay. Well, Tampa just got a great player. So, eh, good for them. But, again, gives good blocker effort, but I'm with Jake that his technique is not ideal. So, scheme fit potential as the more in line why, as you just said, Robert, it's not going to be a highlighted position in the Bears offense. It's not a preeminent category. It's certainly not something that anybody in that tree, whether it's Philadelphia or Kansas City, emphasizes so i'm going to give it a four like even if he becomes a really good why the impact there is pretty limited and his draft value i don't know what i'm going to give it but it's not going to be good maybe a two because there were so many other more uh highly graded impact categories left on the board and they just they forewent them they didn't trade back they didn't do anything that really could have maximized this pick, 43's draft value, worth almost 470 points, depending on which chart you use. That's a ton of value for a team that doesn't have a lot of picks. So overall, you know, a six, a four, and a two, if you're looking at a total potential grade score of 30, you know, you're, you're talking about a 12. That's that's not great. Right. I, I want to make this absolutely clear. I just have to jump in after that. None of us want to hate the pick, but no. also I can say this because I had to study so much of this with Leno. You can't get a good tackle late. It is really hard. And when you can, it's a right tackle. So when Jones fell to this spot, I know that's the one that I looked at and said, Bobby Massey struggled a lot last year. Getting a tackle in the pipeline sounds like a great idea to see instead that we went with a position that, let me make sure everybody's clear, Travis Kelsey went in the third round. Zach Ertz went in the high second. Uh, Grant, uh, Kittle, obviously, we all know he went in the fifth. But the point is, is that tight end is a position that gets pushed down on the board because it's hard to evaluate. To hear that we were the first team to take a tight end, if I've got that straight, uh, yep. it bums me out. Jacob, where, it, any other thoughts? It should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't really say more that hasn't already been said. I agree with, you know, both of your guys' assessments. I feel that, you know, the positional value at this stage, considering everyone else has been on the board, is underwhelming. Uh, the overall pick itself, regardless of positional value and who else is on the board, I feel is underwhelming. Uh, I really don't like being negative about draft picks, but I'm – I'm not feeling it on this one. I think that at, at best, Cole Komet's the type of guy who can get you, you know, 40-ish receptions a year. I don't. I think that he is a solid starter. Uh, uh, I don't think he's a spectacular starter. I don't. I certainly don't think he's going to be a Pro Bowler at the next level. And I just think that at this stage, that's a bit of a reach at 43, especially considering the lack of picks that the Bears have in the third and fourth rounds. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm repeating myself here, but that's I, I can't really think of much else to say at this point. I think Komet is a solid player, but I think this early in the draft, they could have done a lot better than just solid. 
I'll throw in my final thoughts here, and then if either of y'all have anything, we can uh, feel free to jump in. But there's nothing that makes me feel like we missed on a pick more than watching the guys afterwards and just having your heart drop. And right now, live, live and in person, we are at pick 46, based on what we know, that just got picked. And we have seen Delpit, who would have been awesome, Winfield, who would have been awesome, and KJ Hamler, that would have been awesome. All just pick, pick, pick right after we took command. And to see that none of these guys fell to 50, but they were there at 43, I don't know where Cole Komet would have fell and fallen. I'm not a fortune teller, but I think we could have gotten any of the other targets up at 43 or traded back and still gotten Komet if that's really the choice we have to make. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I don't want to pollute the room too much, but maybe it's already gone. Nah, I I don't think you're wrong. This is, uh, people had talked about Cole Komet. Certainly as a local guy, Bears have a uh, predisposition to draft or at least scout Notre Dame players, bring them into the fold, and a lot of times that works out for him. And again, I don't have anything against Cole Komet as a player or as a person. I hope he does really well. But even if he succeeds at the highest level possible, being an inline wide tight end, I'm with Jacob, the impact on the offense is not going to be outstanding and certainly not as high as some of the impact guys that we're seeing go right after him. I think now we'll all find out in two or three years, but the initial reaction, which is what this is to this pick is not great. Yeah. And I don't really have much else to add. I've been saying, I feel like I've been saying the same thing over and over again. Nothing else is really coming to my mind right now, especially considering who else has been picked since 43 I'm again, I want Komet to succeed. I hope he proves me wrong, but at this stage, I I don't see it. I don't see what the value is at 43 here. Well, there you have it, Bears fans. Generally sour mood on the pick, though, of course, we hope that Cole proves us wrong. Uh, feel free to stay tuned because a new podcast will be dropping here fairly shortly because, hey, uh, unless the Bears trade out, which, I mean, hopefully they do. I can't speak for y'all, but that'd be great. Let's get some more picks. Uh, the Bears look like they could very well be picking here in a couple of minutes. So, EJ, Jacob, thank you guys so much for coming on. Stay tuned because we may be recording here again real shortly. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. 